Blog Talk Radio. Hey! Quiet on the set! It's IWS Radio, starring the IWS players, Guy on your dick, Slider Ballscock, Joshua, Bobby Craft, Reverend Moneymaker, Paul Pyatt, Dusty Sandman, Dubby Stonehenge, featuring Canada's own Jamie Maple Leaf, along with special guest star Schmoop. <laughs> And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Mwah. Hola. And welcome. Welcome once again to IWS Radio, another exciting edition of the show. Back from vacation, this is the J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios. Here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me, a man who is always on mental vacations, the madman, bitches. I was going to spend my vacation on Kelly's Island on Lake Erie, but when I found out Madman was only three hours away, I booked a room on Prince Edward Island. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the Palatial Digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. How the hell are you, J-Man? <laughs> I'm all discombobulated here. Yeah, yeah boy, to... I know the feeling. Man, one week off, and hell, I can barely even do the intro again. <laughs> Got out of the rhythm of it, you know? I know, it's tough. Can't get the headset right? It's like it's like it's a new headset. Mm. Somebody snuck in and put a new headset in my studio or something. God. Yeah. Everything's all messed up. Or change the size mm. on the band. Oh, I hate it when they do that. You know, they ought to make headsets with memory control. Yeah, well, hey, not bad. Or just make them elastic. Hey, write that down. <laughs> yeah. Just like the, just like your car seat, you know, like three, three settings. You mm-hmm. put it in there so that you just hop in and hit the, hit the one button. And the seat moves That's and right. the steering wheel moves, right to your perfect location. Yeah. Well, it's good to hear that Jamie hasn't lost a step as she. No. Had another hurtful introduction. Yeah, Jamie is. Uh, Jamie's always on, you know. That's the thing. She is. Week off doesn't slow her down. She doesn't get rusty at all. Not at all. So, so how how you doing, Matt? How's things going there in Bagline? Well, just like, uh, you know, trying to... <coughs> Excuse me. Trying to get back into the flow of things with the show, just discombobulated, you know, with this new work thing with Schmoop. It's kind of oh, thrown my whole game off. Thrown my yeah. whole game off. My routine is not, not where yeah, it's uh-huh. 
Yeah, about the time you finally adjust to the the new routine, something will come yeah. along and mess that up too. That's right. Yeah, that's terrible, wherever that sound. There's no way I'll find that sound file. <laughs> I know. But I'll tell you what, Jay, man, you know what, what I did find is you were talking about, you know, you get in a routine in a routine, and then the routine changes, and then BAM! <laughs> yep. That's terrible. Exactly. Finally tracked it down, looking good. Getting back into it here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got, a, got a little crowd forming in the chat room. Looking good there, folks. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, oh, Matt. <coughs> Matt, there's what? somebody in the chat room. Yes, there is. There's several people. Yeah. <laughs> several people. <laughs> But there is. Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Everybody dance. Ooh, Jesse Ferg. Rock me, Jesse Ferg. Ooh, Jesse Ferg. Rock me, Jesse Hell yeah. Awesome. It's like we should have sat down last night and gone through the the sound files again. Remember <laughs> yeah. where they were. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe we should have looked at the, the, the old studio over and make sure everything was still in its place. Yeah. Which it is. Which makes it weird that we can't <laughs> find it. <laughs> well, that's because our minds are in a different place now. Oh, my mind is always wandering. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice, sexy-looking chat room. Jesse and Jamie, Sue, and several guests. Yeah, oh, Jamie Licious in there. How you uh, doing? In Canada. Up there where the weather is pleasant and the people are even nicer. Yeah. And all you folks who... Uh, if you'd like to uh, participate in the chat room, you know, you can go to blogtalkradio.com and register. It's free, fast, and easy, just like your host. That's right. See, see, I didn't lose my touch on that one. That was pretty good, J-Man. Not bad, not bad. Well, it's going to be a scorcher here, Matt. Scorcher today. Is it really? A little hot, a little humid, a yeah. little close. Both. Yeah, it's going to hit mid-90s, mid 95, 96. Woo! A little higher. Good 90% Ow. humidity. Yeah, it's going to be a rough one. Going to have that air cranked. Sitting here yep. in my boxer shorts. I'm going to have to sit here. I'm going, as, as I uh, told Jamie earlier this week, I'm going to have to do what uh, Jamie calls breezing. I'll sit here in my, my boxer shorts with my feet mm-hmm. up on the uh, counter with the fan blowing at me. Right at you, baby. You want to keep those keep, boys nice and cool. That's right. You got to keep it cool, man. <laughs> In fact, you could throw a little gold bond powder on them, man. Oh, don't worry. A tingle sensation. Yeah, a little shake and a little tingle. 
as Shaq says on his commercials there. Yeah. Well, some people call it a tingle. Other people, you know, it burns, it burns. Some people don't care for that I think sensation. those people have different problems than that. <laughs> they might. All right. Yep. So, long couple of weeks here since we did the last show. No. June 29th. Yeah. Yep. We had the 4th of July. Took the entire week off, or almost a week off, from the uh, from the blog. Yep. Over there at IWSradio.com. But I think we got back into that pretty nicely. I think we yeah, got that was good. easy enough. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of give ourselves a pat on the back for that. Yay! <laughs> Although I had a little hate-filled post the last time. Not today. Not today. If you go to IWSradio.com today, we have the uh, Persons of the Week in... Well, folks, it's us. <laughs> for returning back to the air. Yeah. For making the sacrifice. From doing yeah. the hard work. Putting out guy on your dick. Our producer. Well, Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna, how you doing? That's right. Getting a little sexy with Guy on that picture. Uh-huh. And who wouldn't? Exactly. In fact, you'll be hearing from Guy on Your Dick a little later, Jamie. I will. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't see him in the lineup. Uh, well, he's, he's with, well, you know. I okay. don't want to. We'll work it out. Give it no, away. we don't. No, yeah. no spoilers. Spoiler alert, no we don't want to do that. We like to tease, well, we like get, to tease. <laughs> people get upset over spoilers, man. I mean, they really get yeah. angry about spoilers. You know, it, it, you know, if we were a real radio station and we were doing the news right now, storms will be coming later, but when and where? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you coming may up possibly on the news die. Now. Coming up on the news night, we'll let you know if you're going to make it through the night. <laughs> I remember a funny uh, Saturday Night Live little skit with Jerry Seinfeld. He was a news anchor and said, the president of the country died. But what country? Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, KY3 out of Springfield, Missouri earlier this week, when they were promoing their news, they said, uh, a Springfield couple were murdered in their home. Police have no suspects, but don't think the public's in danger. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> I always oh, wanted to be, it's great to be the police spokesman. Do you think the public's in danger? Well, no more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is the public in danger well what kind of activities do they engage in <laughs> you meet strange men on the internet in dark alleys could be <laughs> sorry Jesse I know that one hit a little close to home <laughs> yeah probably did 
And plus, we don't want to bring up to Jesse uh, the uh, love letters from Warren G. Harding to his mistress that came out. Oh, <laughs> I am ready to read those. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who gives his his little wee wee a nickname <laughs> when writing love letters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you call it, Jerry? Is that it? Something like you even a, just a regular just a regular name like Jerry or something like Jerry really misses you. I was talking to him <laughs> last night and he wishes you were here. <laughs> and he's going to sign yeah. an executive order to make it so. <laughs> he is. So how was your vacation, Jay man? Anything exciting was, go uh, down? I tell you, it was action-packed for, you know, a couple of days. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. Did, went in, did the family thing. Did the family thing. Mm-hmm. Sister and brother-in-law, Kelly and Allen, came in. Yeah. From, uh, you know, they live up there in the uh, the garden spot of right. the American Midwest. The jewel of the Midwest. The jewel of the Midwest, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And uh, so they they came down, and uh, they brought the dogs. Mm Mm-hmm. And we went over to... Did they bring uh, Warren Buffett with them? No, they did not. They don't... uh, Oh, really? They haven't met Warren Buffett. No, it's weird, you know, you would think, you know, living in Omaha, what, eight years, nine years now, that they uh, they would have come across Warren couple of times, maybe at a McDonald's or Applebee's yeah. or something. Sure. Yeah. Now, they probably frequent nicer places than he does. That's probably why they have it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a, a right across the street from the Berkshire Hathaway uh, offices is a very, very cool beer store. Really? So I'm surprised he hasn't been in there because he seems like a beer guy to me. He does, yeah. He's probably a Dos Equis guy. He could be. Could be. Of course, yeah. he'd probably send someone else over there to get it for him. I was some flunky. Mm-hmm. Mr. Buffett would like a six-pack of Dos Equis, please. Hey, Jesse Ferg, talking about Warren G. Harding and his letters. Want to take a trip to Mount Jerry? <laughs> yeah, you know, I saw that one. <laughs> we had a split there. I gave yeah. him a hey-o, and you weren't going to do it, were you? Nah, Jesse's on it early and often, no doubt. <laughs> Jesse's skipping church for us today, I guess. Probably skipping know, church and get ready for that World Cup final. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I'm excited. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we had the had did the family thing. Went over to Yellville. Yellville. Hung out, hung out by the hung out by the pool. Oh, you got a pool there, huh? Yeah, yeah. And then over and Judy, at the uh, and Judy, Uncle David had over a pool. at the compound. Yeah. You have a golf course too, right? Right. Oh yeah, we're living big here. I live on the golf course. Jesus, why many? And Uncle have a pool. 
And it's not a cement pond either. It's, it's a pool. A, it's a pool. It's it's a uh, high-tech fabricated pond. Is it inflatable or is it? No, no, it's one of those. It's an above-ground pool. Oh. And they built the deck all around it like, you know, fancy people would do. Sure. Yeah. Because I know people who have a an above ground pool and they simply put a aluminum ladder next to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no accidents happen happening there. <laughs> no, uh-uh, no, you got the you know, you got the floating cooler in there and uh <laughs> hop in. <laughs> All right. So how was yours? Uneventful. What is it? I really didn't do anything. Lost my girlfriend oh. on one of the last days of vacation. Yeah. Old Dr. Gina. Oh, yeah. That's too yeah, bad. Kind of dumped me. Dumped me for uh, Todd Aiken. So. <laughs> no, that hurts. That hurts yeah, up there, man. It does. I really liked her. I thought she was cool and... Yeah, well. Yeah. She likes to throw the Nazi label around, and you think you know a person, Jay Man? And yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, I really never. You know, they, they. You know, I know that everybody loves the Nazi label and loves the Hitler comparisons, but I never really, really thought that somebody would make a statement about, you know, hey. We're talking about children here. You have to at least feed them. And somebody would reply with, just like the Nazis did. Uh-huh. <laughs> that one that one really came out of uh, far left field to me. <laughs> yeah, or far right field, as it, as it were. Yeah. Even our old yeah, buddy and colleague, Glenn Beck, just getting right. hammered for... For sending down food to hungry children. Yeah. Oh, he said, he said, Look at yeah. Thousands of children in, you know, what are basically turning into refugee camps on the the U.S. border. Mm-hmm. You know, because cause we're just like Syria <laughs> in Jordan. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all of the refugee camps down there, and he's like, those poor children, they need, they need food. They need teddy bears. You know, mm-hmm. to make them feel better. And people are like, you monster. You absolute monster. <laughs> if you feed them, they'll want to stay. <laughs> Ready <laughs> want to stay. <laughs> Jesus. <God. laughs> yeah. You know, if an American goes to a South American country, they're going to be like, hey, come on in. Get something to eat. <laughs> Yeah, they're like your grandma down there. <laughs> a few more people have wandered into the chat room. Thanks for I see being that. here with us. Thanks for not forgetting about us one week off. <laughs> yeah, even though we've forgotten how to do this. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> God, it's like starting anew, all nervous and whatnot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the old stomach was all... Messed up before, so. Mine so we got lots too, of cool that, stuff. 
<laughs> that was mainly from the five monsters I had at the beer mine yesterday. Oh. I, oh, yeah. I had tw- I had 20,000% of the recommended B vitamins over the last 12 hours. And, <laughs> boy, it's just cleaning me out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. On top of that, I had shells and cheese and sloppy joes last night, J-Man. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Your neighbors are sitting around going, what the hell? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and Schmoop's banging on the bathroom door. I have to get ready! <laughs> I gotta uh, go slice the meat. <laughs> Did have an interesting uh, week at the uh, beer mine. That was probably the highlight of my vacation. Was actually um, going to the beer mine. Yeah. What happened? Well, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> I'm standing there smoking a smoke and. Car pulls in with a nice-looking little young chick, probably 25 at most, and drive-by Maki walks up to her, and, can I help you? And she says, yeah, do you sell pregnancy tests? <laughs> <laughs> to which Mike, and I've never heard him say this or seen that look on his face of complete, <laughs> uh, complete confusion, he says, excuse me? Pregnancy test. Do you sell pregnancy tests? <laughs> no, no, we don't. And, of course, Mikey's going, you know, if I wasn't married, I'd give you a pregnancy test. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't say. No, but Matt is an amateur uh, OBGYN <laughs> back here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't worry. He's a trustworthy sort. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I told I, I told you uh, that same day uh, some young punk and his young punk girlfriend came through wanting to know if we sold, sold crack pipes. Uh-huh. To which I should have said, well, sure we do. We keep them right next to the pregnancy test. <laughs> uh-huh. And, you know, as I was thinking about that, when you, you mentioned that, I thought, you know, I know that they would, you know, have to, they'd have to apologize pretty quickly, but you really think that maybe Jack Daniels or, or Tequila Company or something like that would sell a little package, bottle of tequila, pregnancy test, and plan B pill all together. I would think so, too. And Mike and I talked about that. You know, they could strap them to the side of the bottle. Right. It's like getting a prize in a cereal box. <laughs> it's Cracker Jacks for adults. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, Jay Man. Nice little decorative box, you know, like a, sure. a, you know, like the top half of it could be the you know chick in her little uh, Catholic schoolgirl outfit in a bar partying, and then the uh-huh. the other half. The other half, she could be sitting at home in a little rocking chair with a screaming baby in her arms. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know why I'll they haven't what. hired us. 
ins and outs. I'll tell you what, the funny, eh, not the funniest thing, eh, eh, just kind of, <laughs> well, kind of funny, ironic, I don't know how to describe it. Yesterday, a black guy that comes through there all the time, and yes, I said he's black because it's <laughs> relevant to the story, so settle down, people. Settle all down right, right now. Don't start. Don't I, start. I love this guy. He always comes through, and we always fist pump when he comes through, and he always gets a pint of Long Island iced tea and a couple of 40s or something. And he came through, and he said, How are you doing, my man? He said, i got to work tomorrow, so I'm going to whoop it up. And he lives right down the street from me. Yeah. I said, Okay. And so I got him on. He said, well, I'll see you next time. This is going to do me for the day. Well, it didn't, Jay, man. He came back. <laughs> he came back a couple hours later, and he went, ah, I need one more 40. Why don't you give me one more 40? I'm going to be cooking out here in a minute. I said, all right, that's cool. He said, you know, you live right down the street from me. You ought to come down and cook out with me one time. A couple times. I'm always cooking out this summer. And I'll tell you what, it's no big deal because my wife is white. And I got a lot of white friends. <laughs> so see, the shoe uh-huh. was on the other foot. Uh huh. It's uh-huh. usually people say, "Oh, I have a lot of black friends." Nice. I wanted to tell him my girlfriend's so... black. We can mix and match. <laughs> I took a black girl to prom. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's kind of funny good. hearing that. I always go to the strip clubs with the black dancers. Uh-huh. Yeah. That wasn't awkward yeah, at all. Just, no. Well, it was just amusing <laughs> hearing a black guy saying, I have a lot of white friends. Yeah. yeah. Well, when he told you he had a white wife, you should have said, you know, I'm just not into white women. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said, I'm into black men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, forget the invitation. <laughs> now he needs a T-shirt that says, I'm your black friend. <laughs> uh-huh. That would be good. <laughs> that was kind of amusing. <coughs> I know a guy online who uh, who goes by the, uh, the handle uh, Friendly Black Guy, just, you know, so people won't be afraid of him. Yeah, but, well, yeah. Because yeah. if he was just black guy, oh. right? Then you wouldn't uh, know, would you? No. You'd have to worry about that shit. I know. You would be like Mark Cuban and cross the other side of the internet. <laughs> if you would, <laughs> and hope that you don't run into a white guy with a neck tat. That's right. And then you just have to walk down the middle of the street. And hopefully get run over by a car. Right. <clears throat> All right. Well, that was interesting. You've had you had a pretty good, uh, pretty good week at the beer mine then. Pregnancy test. Oh yeah, busier than hell too. And oh my god. Black black people who want you to know that they like white people. <laughs> yeah. See how many white people get that get that from black people? Not a lot. No, not a lot. But you sit around and you wonder. You wonder. You worry about it. You fret. 
<laughs> you want to get rid of that white guilt, and well, yesterday I did because black people <laughs> there like. There you go. <laughs> that should be your new uh, Twitter bio right there. Black people <laughs> like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh boy, bad. I may well, use I, that. I should, I should not have rec- Oh boy, I shouldn't have recommended that. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, you know, I got a, I got a lot of time on my hands this afternoon, Jay Man. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> oh God, you'll be there alone again. <laughs> Old man doing doing some day drinking by himself. Oh boy! I'll tell you what. Well, that's another funny thing you bring up. I was really whooping it up last Sunday, and it was like the first—not like the first Sunday. It was the first Sunday that I was all alone, no show, smoops at work. Mm. But I planned on drug dialing. Drunk dialing. Yeah, I'll start my vacation off right. Yeah. But I am so old, it seemed like so much effort. So I just, instead of drunk dialing people one by one, I just put my own phone number up on my Facebook page. Hey, you <laughs> drunk dial me. How'd that work out for you? It didn't work out well. Yeah, see? That's sad. One girl called Maybe me. She... Oh. Well, yeah, but it was a girl I went to high school with, and she already had my uh. number, and I talked to her once in a while. <laughs> and she told me she called so I wouldn't be shut out. So that wasn't <laughs> helpful. It was a pity call. Oh, man. It was a pity call. Well, I appreciate that, though. That's nice. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I got my phone number sitting there on the old about page of my uh, Facebook and never get a call. Yeah. And both of our phone numbers are on the website today at iwsradio.com. Yeah. Or no, you know, Saturday. Num- Saturday. 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 Yeah, well, they're there. They're there. Scroll down to the old Matt said, Jay said of this week. Yeah. And for you ladies who would like to talk to me, Smoop goes to work at two today. So <laughs> keep that in mind. <laughs> and I'm free as soon as the World Cup Finals is over. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know, boy. You're, man, you're married to that <laughs> World Cup soccer thing, aren't you, Jay, man? You know, uh, well, first of all, for those of you out there who don't care about the World Cup, I really hope you let us know again today that you don't care because, you know, <laughs> I just need to know. It's important for me to know that you're tweeting and on Facebook letting everybody know that you don't care. And I know you need to let people know you don't care. So get out there and do that. Yes. I mean, I don't really care, but I just say it on the air and I'll say it to people. But by God, on Twitter... I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care either because it's Argentina and, and Germany. What do I care about either of those countries? Yeah. Well, I care you about Gabriella like, Sabatini. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I care about Heidi Klum, too, though. So. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. 
I guess I could have gone with Steffi Graf and stuck with tennis. Uh, a professional would have done that. Hot too. She was thick and anyway. sexy. She was monstrous. <laughs> she had that big nose. She had big nose for you. Yeah, I know. I like a big nose. And she had big thighs. <laughs> I mean, big, strong thighs. She could snap you in half. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are she again, Andre Gagasi still I, married? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway. Then again, I'm a big fan of Evita Perone, so. True. My favorite Andre Agassi moment of all time. After he he won some some tournament, he comes off the court, and Bud Collins. Remember Bud Collins? Oh God, yes. Yeah, Bud Collins is standing there. He's going to interview him, and Agassi had just won, and he says, "Andre, we've heard all the nicknames, Gagassi, Fagassi. Do you think this puts it all the rest?" <laughs> <laughs> And Andre Agassi standing there with hair that would make George Michael die with envy. <laughs> he goes, what? <laughs> I think that was Bud Collins' last <laughs> courtside interview right there. <laughs> Went out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> you know who else had a... You know who else had a great vacation, (laughs) J-Man? Who? Ah, boy. One of the Tibbles family. No, I bet they did. Yeah. I bet everybody in the Tibbles family had a great vacation. Oh, fuck. I mean, oh, yes, they did. They always (laughs) do. So let's check in with the Tibbles. Reflecting and relaxing. With Timmy Tibbles. Nights like these just always seem to breathe that fresh life back into you that you need. Perfect weather to enjoy my patio and the beautiful view. A phone call earlier that made my heart smile. And a text that is reminding me why my heart smiles. I really could sit out here all night and just think about the simpler times growing up. The hard times I've survived, grew from, and made me stronger. The sad times that make me appreciate all the good in my life. Everything in life that's gotten me to where I am today. So blessed and thankful for everything that's ever happened to make me who I am today. This life may not always be beautiful, but it's one hell of a beautiful ride. It's not about your destination, but the journey getting there. Yeah, could definitely just soak this up all night. Who needs sleep anyway? Hell yes. And I could just soak that up all night. I could too. I could just, I could spoon with that right there. (laughs) Coddle and canoodle. (laughs) Uh Who knew the Tibbles had a a brother? (laughs) Oh, there's a whole holler full of those Tibbles. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> All of them just deep and thoughtful. Uh-huh. Good people. Good people, oh. Matt. Yeah, right. 
Thanks to thanks to Timmy Tibbles for chiming in on that one. Old Timmy. The Timster. <laughs> Tim Marino. <laughs> and let's go ahead and move on from it to as great as it was. <laughs> uh-huh. Go ahead. <clears throat> anyway. Well, you know, Matt, middle summer, after yes. the uh, World Cup final today, baseball is going to take center stage this week. Yes, it is. Yep, the boys of summer. <clears throat> the All-Star yep. game is on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, we like to be on top of these things. Yes, we do. And so we cranked up the IWS radio action time machine so that we could bring uh, one of baseball's greats to 2014 and interview him right here live on the air. Didn't we? (laughs) Yes, we did. And we got Slider Ballscock ready to go to interview a legend. Let's do it. Hi, sports fans. We're here with baseball legend George Herman Walker Ruth, better known as Babe Ruth, Bambino. How are you doing today? Oh, God, man. Could you kind of hold down that enthusiasm a bit? I'm really hungover, man. Babe, wake up. No, all right. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I hear you were born in Baltimore and raised in a neighborhood called Pigtown. Why did they call it Pigtown? Were there pigs running around? Oh, God, they got that name because of the women. Oh, God, they were disgusting. Oh, well, there was also meatpacking plants there. It was probably Uh, the meatpacking plants. I guess that was it. Um, but the women were Are you nasty. okay? Nasty. All right. Seems that you were a bit of a rustling as a kid and ended up in reform school. And then there, you learned the game of baseball. What was that like? What the hell's a ruffling? It doesn't matter. Let me tell you, form, reform school, that was hard. Kids are mean. They teased me. They called me fat. It was hurtful. I cried myself to sleep every night, but it just, it fueled my desire to be great. And you were great. And after bouncing around the minors, you began your major league career with the Boston Red Sox as a pitcher. I had no idea that you were a pitcher. Really? You're the Sports director, and you didn't know I was a uh, a pitcher. That's, That's kind right. of embarrassing. But uh, yeah, pitched. Had a big curveball, change up, and I had a fastball that would sink faster than your career. <laughs> That's that was a good. Hurt. <laughs> Once the trade from the Red Sox to the Yanks took place. 
your astrological hitting skills thrill the nation. How did you? How did that make you feel? I really don't know what you're talking about, but I'm just gonna tell you that you know I just wanted to put on a show for the kids. That's what it was all about. Baseball is always no. about the next generation. I'd go out there and I'd, you know, just be colorful and flamboyant the way the kids like it. It was nice to get paid. Winning was nice. Mets fans wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, winning, winning and, you know, having the fans cheer for you, that's a hell of a drug. Not as great as cocaine, but still nice. I'm sure it is. And I know what you mean by the New Jersey Nets not fielding a good team. Hey, did did it make you mad that Lou Gehrig had a disease named after him and you didn't? Mad? It didn't make me mad. It frosted my ass. Oh, God. He was just Mr. Perfect. Everybody loved Lou. They all made fun of me. So wrong. There's lots of diseases that are Results of obesity and heavy drinking and partying. Could have could have named me after one of those. Cirrhosis could be called Babe Ruth's disease. I'd be okay with that. Hell, I'd settle for an STD at this point. And I'm sure you had several. Hey, let me ask you. Couple. Your salt and sized appetite for beer, hot dogs, and the ladies is legendary. Which city or cities has the best brew, the best brats, and the best babes. Oh, what was that? Yeah, right. Uh, Milwaukee and St. Louis have great brats. Ugh, the women there. All the hot women are in California. Have you ever had a Dodger dog? They steam it. No, I haven't. Ugh, steamed. Steamed. It's disgusting. It should be against the law. You know what? The hell with California girls. Give me a big, thick Midwestern broad who likes her brats over an open flame any day. That sounds good. Uh, and the Quad City Cubs agree. You had a great career. What? <laughs> no, go right ahead. I don't want to interrupt. You're doing great. You had a great Thanks. career and put up huge numbers, but you played in the black and white moving picture era. Could you put up those same numbers today while playing in color on HD TV? Uh, man, I could hit in any league and in any era. Wouldn't bother me. I'd humiliate these pretty boys today. They're all a bunch of pansies. They got to take HGH and steroids just to try to keep up with me, and they still can't. Uh, Pardon me. I was out there. I was fueled by hot dogs, beer, skanks, and the occasional line of Coke. That's it. Like a real man. That sounds great. It's been great talking to you, babe. And any... Parting shots to leave our IWS radio audience with? Yeah. Where are the white women at? Oh, wait. No. No. Hold on. 
never let the fear of striking out get in your way. There we go. That's good advice for all of us and good advice in life. For now, this is Slider Ballscock, leaving it all on the lap of Babe Ruth and heading for the showers. For more great radio with Jay and Matt Man, you stay right there. Yeah. There we go. Okay. More comedy go. gold. We need that. We need. We need a little buffer. We need some buffer music. I'll just play this. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Nobody left the chat room. Nobody left the chat room. So, all right. Yeah. Branching out. Branching out. Doing a little semi-improv action. Mm-hmm. For folks? Yeah. Didn't take long. Kept it short, just in case. (laughs) 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 I usually just keep it short because that's the way it is. (laughs) I'll tell you what. Of all the members of our... uh, our staff, the IWS players, correspondents and such. I do believe the guy who had the best vacation was Drew Peacock. Oh, no doubt. I think things got a little freaky around Drew last couple I of weeks. I would hope so, or he wouldn't be to. Drew. That's right. Oh, yeah. Drew Peacock here for IWS Radio in the Sensual Side of Life, baby. Oh, as you can imagine, I'm a big fan of steamy, sultry summer nights. The heat and the humidity get me going because I love the sweat, baby. Oh, Oh, yeah, two hot, sweaty bodies pressed against each other. That's so sexy. I spent part of my summer vacation in Brazil, baby. Oh, yeah, watching the World Cup with all those hot, amazing Brazilian women. The average Brazilian makes... A supermodel like Giselle look like a bag lady. Oh, oh my God, they're hot and sexy. Oh, yeah. They got dark skin and dark hair and those dark, smoky eyes. Oh, those ladies, they dress so provocatively and they dance in the pale moonlight. While being sprayed by mist from the ocean and the sweat and the salt water just slowly runs down their tight bodies. Oh, I can't take it anymore. Shake that booty for me, baby. Oh, that's what I like. Oh, yeah. Everything about Brazil just oozes sexy. 
baby. The heat, the beaches, the hairstyle. Oh, they're awesome. They got so much attitude down here. And the ladies got so much spirit. I can't even contain myself. Why have I never been here before? I thought Southeast Asia was great. But Brazil got on beat by a mile. Because you never run the risk of falling for a lady boy. Oh, man, that's awkward. You gotta draw the line somewhere, right? Uh, hey, but if you're like, say, Cristiano Ronaldo, and you're allegedly into that sort of thing, I say, go for it. Yeah, no judging for me, man. Oh, yeah, that's the way it's gotta be. I think that's what I love about Brazil so much. It's the women. Not that they're so sexual, it's that they own that sexuality. They're not afraid of it. They don't hide it. They don't slut shame each other. Ah, oh, strong, independent women are so hot. That's what I like, baby. Take charge, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Alright, sexy babies, I gotta go. I got samba lessons as I continue to immerse myself in that sensual culture and life that is Brazil. Come on down and join us. Yeah, you'll never go home. Oh, yeah. For IWS Radio, this has been Drew Peacock in my Freak flag is flying, baby. I am going to listen to IWS Radio and Dream of Jay and Matt all night long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Did Drew ever get laid? Or... No, I don't think I don't think so. I think he just <laughs> had a good time, though. Yeah, well, that's that's the important yeah. thing. Yeah, a few people wandering in the chat room. Got a got a crowd wandering that. in. It's a nipplehead chat room. Yeah, Speedy Gonzalez and Skinny Bone and Nipplehead and Mutual <laughs> Abbott. Where's Costello? Hey, hey. all kinds of people. COG is in there. Right. I know. Hey, I had to, uh, oh, real quick, Matt, give a little shout out to our good friend, uh, yes. Sweet Pea. Sweet yes. Pea had a birthday three days ago. Yes, she did. Shout out to her. Was yesterday Dana's birthday? No, it's coming up this week, and uh, it's funny oh. you mention that day, man, because Friday, our friend of the show, superior, Superiorly Smug, Dana, <laughs> she said she's going to get some new ink for her 50th birthday, uh-huh. a new tattoo, to which I replied, I thought your 50th birthday was two years ago. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's just say, J-Man, she responded with the, she put the F-U into fun in my direction. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh-huh. That didn't quite get the positive response you were looking for. No, I was just kind of kidding around, but it didn't go over well. <laughs> well you know what's the big people, deal? 50 yeah, or 50, you can't really what's kid it matter? Well, it doesn't matter. Once you hit 50, it really doesn't matter. No. I mean, it's over anyway, right? You're more than halfway exactly. home. Hell yeah, I'm going to experience that in February. Right. I still got four years. Oh, good for you. (laughs) Hey, I had a, uh, I got to tell you, I had a pretty uh, neat experience during my vacation. Yeah. I went to a distillery. See what I did there? Oh, that's right. You did, didn't you? Neat. With your family. Neat. Yeah. Neat experience. Distillery. Whatever. Whiskey. Okay. Anyway, went to the old Copper Run Distillery. So shout out to Copper Run Distillery, just north of Branson, Missouri. Open every day. Tours at uh, 10, 12, 2, and 4. Go down there and and do some samples. Taste a little rum. Taste some rum and some moonshine and some white whiskey. No, it's not. It's it's not vodka. It's white whiskey. Okay. Okay. Just got to clear that up for people. All right. Anyway, and they have their infused infused drinks. You can get, you know, limoncello moonshine and yeah. vanilla bean white whiskey and. And I had the apricot rum. Maybe not the best rum I've ever had. Yeah, it was, you know, it was okay. I'm not big on infused drinks. I like, I'm a purist. I want whiskey to taste like whiskey and rum to taste like rum. Men to taste like men. What? Anyway. What? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't bad. The vanilla bean, the uh, vanilla bean. Uh, whiskey was pretty good. I'll give them credit for that. That was pretty good. But this uh, these two women came in, and they had two oh, little really? girls with them. Looked like they were about six years old. And they <laughs> take the little girls and put them over in the corner, give them a candy bar, and they go up and sit up at the bar. <laughs> and one of the girls keeps getting up and coming over there having to tell Mama something or ask Mom about something. <laughs> and she's just being all nice. Oh, yeah, that's right, honey, you know, whatever. And then they get them, they ask if they can go sit outside. And sure, you can go sit on the on the patio. And then they get them a lemonade. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. after Mama's had about three drinks, the girl comes in and Mama says, "You got your lemonade out there. Now go away." <laughs> <laughs> the attitude changed, did it? <laughs> it did. Well, some people get mean when they drink liquor, you know. Yes, they do. A little bit. Yeah, and she was uh, she was like, you know, Mama getting her drink on in here. You leave me alone. <laughs> I'm in here looking That's for your new daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. So anyway, if y'all go down there and see them, you'll uh, you'll know who I'm talking about pretty quickly. I think. <laughs> <laughs> 
she's there every weekend. Uh-huh. Probably. Anyway, it's pretty nice. Nice little area there out in the wilds of Missouri, north of Branson, mm-hmm. down a steep hill, down in the holler. And the, Which the dude a, to own the place. A steep hill is always nice to have next to a sampling distillery. Right. You want a lot of curves and steep hills. And, <laughs> you know, you want it to... You want it to be complicated, trying to figure out how uh-huh. to get out of there, back onto the highway. And uh, and the two dudes who own the place, you know, I mean, you can probably own a distillery and not look like a couple of moonshiners from the late 1800s, but they're not taking <laughs> any chances. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. They're pure. I get Right. Yeah, they, uh, they, they, they. I guess they gave up their ZZ Top cover band, so they could go into. Do they? Do they both have it. two first names? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we just got their first names. Well, it could have been their last name. We don't know what we got from them. It's probably their <laughs> nom de plume. <laughs> nom de plume. <laughs> yeah, and you are. I'm uh, Bradley. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bradley. That's who I am. I'm Bradley. Nice to meet you. Call me Brad. But anyway, they had really long beards and long hair. And, you know, I guess look the part, be the part. That's right. And J-Man, <laughs> hold still. We have heavy rain here in Bagwine while the sun is shining. Well, that's awfully weird. Yeah, the devil's beating his wife, as they say. Yeah, uh, I've heard about that uh, that phrase yeah. online. I had never heard it growing up. You'd think I'd have heard something like that. you think you would have. Of course, down there, they probably called it the brother is chasing the sister. What? Huh. Oh, God, that was a good one. Damn. Yeah, I know. That's good stuff right there. I know. I hate, yeah, original, you hate those allusions. <laughs> yeah, quality stuff. Yeah, I put the uh, the link to Copper Run Distillery in the chat room. They should be our host. Or our uh Sponsor. Uh, sponsor, that's it. Sponsor, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned Matt because uh, we the have some more. We have some more breaking. We got some more breaking news here. Oh boy. Let's uh, let's go to the IWS Action Weather Center. Weatherman here. Uh, look, we're going to get you back to IWS Radio real quick. I just need to remind everyone it, it is really, really hot out there today. Redneckville, it's a scorcher. 
I'm, I'm concerned. I don't know if people are really taking this heat emergency seriously. It's the first one of the year. I'm concerned. I want everybody listening in Redneckville, go get a glass of water. Get a glass of water. I want you to hydrate. Don't put any ice in it because I don't want to lower your body temperature artificially. I don't want to put you at risk of heat stroke. I, w- I want you to just have a glass of water straight from the tap. I want you to do that for me, okay? Please, I, don't make me, don't make me beg. Don't, don't make me beg. All right, I need you to get this glass of water. And I'm just, I'm looking at the, at, at the radar. Bagwin, Ohio. Oh my God, it's going to rain. Jesus, why, why didn't I see this? I was so worried about the heat. It's going to rain in Ohio. Guys, I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready. I'm praying for you. Uh, just just be ready. I'm, I'm there with you, okay? I am with you now. I am with you, okay? you got to get back to the show. But everybody, let's, oh, Jesus, let's be careful. Get that water, please. Okay. I think we're okay. Wow. I think, oh, man, he's got his scanner and the teletype cranked up back there, too. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's old on top school. of things. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I bet Chapman he has a weather report from Rutherford B. Hayes on a telegraph machine. Uh, he probably does. I'll tell you what, you spoke of Hydration, J-Man. Mm-hmm. Or the alarmist weatherman. We have good news for those of you who follow IWS radio regularly. There's someone we have missed who has now been found. Oh, boy. Hello, listeners. IWS radio's health, wealth, and quality of life reporter, Stubby Stonehenge here. Regular listeners to the IWS radio show are well aware that a a few weeks back, (coughs) yours truly was sucked up by an Australian tornado known as a Willy Willy, and my life, let alone my whereabouts, were in doubt. Fear no longer, my friends. The Stubster is back from what we'll just refer to as an extended vacation of sorts. The vacuum created by the Willy Willy left me floating in space for weeks. But the best thing about that, I had a unique experience, (coughs) which all adds up to part of living the good life. For instance, while many people today drive Subarus, I had the opportunity to meet the Subaru logo namesake face-to-face. <coughs> Indeed, I was tossed towards the heavens and came face-to-face with the seven sisters of stars known as the Pleiades. At least I think I did. You see, after spinning around in the hot troposphere above Australia for a week or two, I became disoriented, especially after taking a knock to the head from a Malaysian airline jet en route to Canberra or Sydney or wherever. And then, after weeks of spinning anticyclonically, last night I bounced off of the supermoon 
and landed in the ocean just off the coast of Perth, where I was picked up by some mirth-making yacht-goers, which included none other than Guy on your dick and that one new IWS guy and pop singing Sensation Rihanna. <laughs> Jay, Matt Man, Guy on your dick here. We've got Stubby back on board, and while he is in questionable mental health due to lack of fluids, we are currently rehydrating him with coolers full of Foster's Lager and Rihanna's Thigh Sweat. And we hope to have him back to 100% by the end of our Bastille Eve celebration which will conclude at midnight tonight with the flogging of an aboriginal hottie utilizing a French baguette. As Mr. Vague walks aimlessly around the yacht in search of who knows what, and Stubby Stonehenge continues tossing his oats off the side of the yacht for the third time in 15 minutes, this is Guy on your dick, tossing it back to you guys in the studio. <laughs> wow. All right. Stubby lives. Thank you. I guess. <laughs> I think we're happy about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally am. <laughs> I don't know. I don't and Jesse Ferg. Hates when he hits his head on a missing plane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's always unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And our good friend uh, COG there in the chat room has uh, turned the emergency broadcast system's uh, emergency alert into a ringtone for your phone. <laughs> That's kind of funny, because that would freak everyone out. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this was the funniest thing. I had just gotten married. This was like, I don't know, 1990. I'd been married for a year, sitting in the apartment, and on the TV, Channel 7, the home of Slider Balls guy, and Jamie Simpson, Back then, it wasn't them, but um, it was a summer day, and there was a thunderstorm warning, and they played the wrong announcement. Uh, They sent out an EBS warning that said, the President of the United States has told everyone to take cover and all this. So, you know, you think you're under a nuclear attack. It was hilarious. Well, it was. <laughs> it was 20 seconds, 30 seconds later when they corrected it. Not at the time, right. it wasn't. All right. At the time, you were thinking of, you know, getting under the table. No, actually, I was thinking, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. My mistake is over. <laughs> <laughs> An easy resolution. And we will all go down together. That's what I was thinking. 
I wrote that <laughs> song before Billy Joel did. <laughs> oh, man. But alas, I wasn't so lucky. Yeah, but luckily it all worked out, and here you are. Been married for right. 26, 27 years. Life is good. Life, Life is, good. is good. Yeah. There you go. Which also reminds me, a little shout out to Tommy Ramone. Tommy Ramone died yesterday, Matt. Yeah, I know. The last of them. They're all gone. The Ramones. I know. Not Tommy, a big fan. Joey, the other two, they're all gone. Tommy Ramone is dead. I was dead, never a big Ringo fan Star of the Ramones. Work, walks the earth. <laughs> yeah, 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 Ringo Starr still walks the earth. There is no justice. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, not, just not, like not when, a big When Paul McCartney dies, they'll say George Harrison's dead, John Lennon's dead, Paul McCartney's dead. The drummer's still alive. <laughs> the drummer's still alive. <laughs> The luckiest man on the face of the earth, Ringo Starr. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, the only, you know, other than uh, Black Screen Bop, that's it. That's the only uh, Ramon song. I, well, there is one other Ramon song, and we'll hear a snippet of it here in a little bit. So. Really? <laughs> yeah. So. But also, speaking of being hydrated, I had another new experience, other than the old distillery thing. Which really? Was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over there at uh, at the aunt and uncle, sitting by the pool, I drank mm-hmm. my first ever rasburita. Oh, Hell boy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, aunt, aunt Judy said, if we have rasburita, would anybody like to try that? Like, sure. Why not? I'm on vacation. <laughs> That's when you do. You don't have to ask me twice. That's right. So you get adventurous. Uh-huh. So she gets those out of the fridge, and I pop that thing open, and took a little taste of it, and no, God, please, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Not good, huh? <laughs> it didn't work out well. <laughs> it's bad enough. It, well, it was only a seven ounce can too, so I was able to get through it. Oh, okay. But it wasn't my manliest moment ever, you know, drinking a raspberry. <laughs> no, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> the raspberry, not not manly, seven ounce raspberry, very not manly. <laughs> Less than even, manly. Even Justin Bieber doesn't uh, doesn't stoop to that. But I did, you know, I kept that pinky in the air, so I'm being classy about it. Well, there you go. At least you played the part, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sitting by the pool, drinking a raspberry. <laughs> Did you have anyway, sunglasses I, I on? Yes, of course. Sitting out on the nice Were you sunny on summer a floaty day. Device? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was. I didn't get in the pool. The pool was actually a little cold. We had a few nights really? of lows in the fifties, and it brought the temperature down. That bothered the kids, and the kids just jump right in, you know. Being yeah. kids and all. Sure. Yeah, they don't know the difference. Their hearts 
their hearts can survive that shock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, they don't know the dangers of jumping into that <laughs> <Nope>. chlorinated pool. <laughs> How it doesn't kill all the E. coli in it. <laughs> I guess I could have just jumped in and stood there and went, oh, man, that feels good. I had to pee <laughs> so bad. <laughs> you could have. And you should have. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if they weren't family, I might have done it. Yeah, well, there you go. That's so nice of you. Yeah, I thought so. Have you ever gone on a staycation, Matt? That's all I ever did. Yeah. Well, that's what Bobby Kraft did. And it was a weird one. He did. Oh, really? Take it away, Bobby. Hey, everybody. Bobby Kraft here for Mild Cheddar on IWS Radio. You know what I did on my summer vacation? Not a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's true. I really don't get all this getting out there and enjoying the summer heat crap. There's nothing enjoyable about it. I'm not a fan of heat or humidity around these parts. Not at all. I have a couple of friends who invited me to go camping with them. They invite me every year and I always give them the same answer. Are you crazy? I'm not going to go sit next to that stinking lake and sweat my ass off all day and night. That just doesn't sound like fun to me at all. I mean, what would I do? Sleep in a tent that smells like a homeless man on the bus? Swim in that nasty lake? Squat down to take a dump in a hole in the ground? I'm just not about that life at all. So this year, they tried something else. They rented a lakeside cabin and told me it has air conditioning. And I was like, go home. I'm listening. It's a window unit, but each bedroom has one, so it would be okay. I mean, they're noisy, but it would be cool. They said we could cook dinner inside without a million mosquitoes flying around. Then I asked them about a TV, and they said it had one. Oh yeah, it's just about party time. But then something weird happened. They told me it only has two bedrooms, but not to worry because it sleeps eight. You know, I'm just not into this alternative lifestyle as much as my friends apparently are, and I'm not going to have an orgy with them. That's really disturbing to me. This country just going to heck in a handbasket. So I finally confronted them about it, and they were like, Uh, dude, the rooms had bunk beds, and what the hell are you thinking? Then things got really awkward. Now I'm both relieved that they're not swingers and just a little bit hurt that they never even considered swinging with me. So that's how I spent my summer vacation, right here, doing nothing. Sitting here on my couch, drinking some bourbon, rum, beer, wine, eating popcorn, trying to decide where it all went wrong. Oh, I was still invited, but what would be the point? I mean, things were just too weird between us, and besides, I'm not going to sleep in a room with three other people. I don't fish, I don't hunt, I don't go hiking in the heat. And, worst of all, it turns out the TV only had an antenna. I would miss all my World Cup action. I don't, I just can't have that. So for me, it was a staycation with my favorite person in the whole world, me. You know, spending time alone is a really great thing to do. You can just sit around in my underwear watching World Cup action on TV, eating frozen pizzas and drinking. Who could ever ask for anything more than that? That's about as much fun as a human being can have right there. I only cried myself to sleep out of loneliness one night, so 
thought it was okay. I highly recommend that everyone try a little staycation sometime. For IWS Radio, this has been Bobby Craft. As always, bring in the cheese. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! Mwah! Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Warrior Cat there. And in that music right there was My Kind of Girl by the Ramones. Well, our mutual go. friend and former Miss Fourth of July Tamra. Former Miss Fourth of July. Yes. She was the two time Miss Fourth of July, though, right? Well, yeah, but not this year. (laughs) No. No, she's going to walk along in the tooth now. (laughs) What? (laughs) Kidding, of course. She's still hot. Of course. Huge Ramones fan. Big, big Ramones fan. Oh, my fan. God. Annoyingly huge Ramones <laughs> fan. <laughs> so, J-Man. Mm-hmm. Schmoop, Schmoop is currently dressed Ooh. in her oh. deli, deli gig and getting ready to put socks on and then her no slick clown shoes. <laughs> that is so Can fun. I get to take a picture of these later tonight? <laughs> she could either go to the deli or go bowling in these shoes. Either way. <laughs> it is so freaking hot. Well, no, it's not. It's it's not. They look look like she's in a marching band and wearing spats. (laughs) Yeah. Say hi hi to the studio audience, Schmoop. Hello. Okay. (laughs) And with that, J-Man, go ahead. Is she wearing the hat? She's got the hat on. Oh, baby, that's hot. And she's got an apron on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love a woman in an apron. I do, too. In fact, you know who else does, (laughs) J-Man? Who? Buddy Acapella. You ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. As the chicken fries... On a bag wine Sunday at 2 p.m., Schmoop ties her apron and then clocks in at the deli. At the deli. And the coleslaw flies. Because if there's one thing that people need, it's a cabbage-based side dish for the cookout at 3 from the deli. Yeah. From the deli. People take a number now and form a line somehow. To get your order right, she needs your patience and help. 
Take a look at the meat and cheese. Are we too bland to see? Or do we simply turn our heads and think the salami slices itself? <laughs> well, her anger burns. Smooth cusses the lettuce, makes the onions cry, smacks an old bitty in the head with a marble rye at the deli. At the deli. Then that night when her shift is over, Schmoop tries to get away. She buys a sign, gets in her car, tries to go home, but she don't get far. And she begins to cry. As a crowd gathers round, they don't understand she's lying face down with loaded baked potato salad in her hand. <laughs> Near the deli. And as the chicken fries on a bag one Monday at 2 p.m. Schmoop ties her apron and clocks in again at the deli, at the deli, at the deli. Hey! Okay, that sounded pretty good. Why don't you come in and take a listen? Okay. Uh-huh. 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 It's a rough life being a deli clerk. Yeah, and I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that Buddy Acapella used his vacation for good. Uh huh. He got something done huh. during his vacation. Damn Outstanding. Right. All right. Smooth wearing an apron. Oh God. I just love I women wearing aprons. Oh, I do that's, too. You know, women, you know, that's, I mean, that's what they were born to do. Wear aprons, get in the kitchen, make a sandwich. And, oh, day, Jay, and dig this. She's got a baseball cap on and a ponytail on the back. Uh-huh. And an apron. Man, that's hot. In the oh shoes. no, that's not sexist at all. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. <laughs> that's why they're so busy all the time. They get all these hot chicks and put them in this sexy outfit. I know. <laughs> yep. Aprons, ball hats, and got... ponytails. Uh huh. Who just got nothing on them? COG I didn't a, want any black, I didn't want a pound of black forest tan, but now that I look at her, <laughs> oh, yeah. Slice it thin, baby. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. slice it hard. And, <laughs> COG will have the chef's delight. Hold the pickle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, they instead of mayonnaise, they, and they should just say, would you like some schmoop sauce on that? 
No, yeah. <laughs> Do they will they let her make create her own sandwich? I call it the Schmooks special or the Schmoopster. They should. But right now, totally, J-Man? But J-Man, right now, she says, she's looking like, oh, Jesus Christ, I have to go in there again. She's looking like a a chick who does 900 porn. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we have a caller, Matt. (laughs) No, not until she's off probation. No, no, no. We have a caller. Oh, we have a caller. I thought you said the we studio call board. Her. We have a no. We Uh-oh. have a caller. I, yeah, one 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 is with us. Well, gentlemen, long time no talk to, and I can't say that I haven't missed you. Not only have you guys changed the time of the show without any notification, <laughs> but being one that. Plays around sometimes on BTR. I've been IP banned. So I've had to go through great measures even to find the phone number. And it's not it's not even on your on your blog page. I search your blog page high and low and there's no way to find there's no oh, call in number. It was you can on look there, over uh, there. I can I've been able to keep up with the show. And you guys you if you don't know who I am, I'm Brown Beasley. Oh I know I know. I was just oh, scared to play. Ladies oh, and up. gentlemen. The one only Brown Beasley, or is it Beasley Brown? Makes no matter what his name is, he's the Beasley Man. That intro. How, how, what's been going on, gentlemen? Well, I'll tell you that much. That much, huh? I'll tell you on uh, on, on the website iwsradio.com on Saturday's post, we actually did put the phone number in there. How about that? Yes, we did. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, I I found it because once. I navigated <laughs> myself around once. No, but it, yeah. uh, well. Now you know. Well, yeah, but, that if, so even your, uh, you know, even your some of your fans and participants, some of the better ones like myself, have just ha- had a hard time locating when you come on and remind, remembering it, and then finding the number. But I've solved the issue now. In fact, well, I didn't even look on BTR's website. Now go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, I never really thought of somebody. I never really thought of somebody being IP banned. Hey. That is quite an accomplishment. I am so impressed. So impressed. It happens when you're Brown Beasley. Got yourself IP banned, man. Wow. I'm not the only one that's happened to. Well, I hadn't heard about that. Your whole neighborhood can't call in because. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Your whole neighbor is like, damn, man, I can't even listen to a single show on BTR anymore. What happened? Those idiots. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, boy. Well, maybe yeah, I we, should share something. We had to move around a little bit a couple of times. Morning, night, morning, night. But here we are again, midday, Sunday. Actually, we've been at this number time. Number yeah, yeah, we're the number two number two comedy show behind uh, those two broads. And you did it without me. Yeah, it's well, now, amazing. That we did. Might be number one. Might be number one now. We got hey, you with us. Never know. I did something real funny last night on a show that comes on uh, late. Where, uh, in fact, he's renamed the show the Psycho Corral. It's a V Cube show, and usually it used to discuss, you know, you know, high frequency, interesting things. But you know, as happens, a lot of contention built up on other shows, and where it turned into just really a, a corral of arguing and madness. And while they were in the middle of it, and I'm a major, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a prime time player in it. I get, you know, I'm, I'm mudslinging and everything like everyone else. But I'm listening to them last night, and I had an epiphany. I'm like, this shit is stupid. This is the Internet. People are talking about suing each other, beating each other up, death threats. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. This is really crazy. I know that it's crazy. I'm not going to be a part of this anymore. I called in, and I started singing Amazing Grace. The host (laughs) picked up on it. You should hear the replay. I'm looking for it now. V-Cube show last night, the Psycho Corral. I started singing Amazing Grace, and he happened to have Amazing Grace cued in, and he played it for about a good ten minutes. And all the people that the people that were the, the main people that were fighting, the angry ones, they hung up. They couldn't take it. It's almost like holy water hitting, you know, hitting demons. Of course, they called back, but uh, yeah. particularly proud of that. I did some well, good. Uh. Brown, you got a you got a fan in our chat room here. The amazing C O G Cog C O G is uh is a big fan of yours. I, they all hate they all despise me, they hate me in the chat room, but it's cool. As long as we get any type of feeling out of them, it's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. As long as, as long as we get an emotion. Maybe C O G enjoyed that last night if he if he if they if that's that what person listened to it. Yeah, that was good. I want. I couldn't get into the chat. Yeah, I, I was trying to get into the chat room with my VPN thing. That's how I get it. But you know, Blog Talk is hard to navigate as a website. It's some timing. At least that's been my experience. Maybe they're still after me somehow, even after I let them. But no, that was pretty funny. I see Sarah Palin here is calling for impeachment. I just saw her this morning. I watched all the news shows. And they're making a big butt. They're making a big. She had on a lime green outfit, a lime green thing, and she's calling for impeachment. And uh, I don't know. This is a mess. They're making a huge deal. Uh, you know, when is since when is a human being illegal? Since when is it illegal yeah. to be a human? When is, since when is it illegal to be a human being? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. There's got to be, there's got to be parameters. 
Can have not a human being. A human being is not illegal, but a citizen of the country can or cannot be illegal. I find some of the same people that speak in terms I'm I'm sovereign. I'm 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 not subject to this government. I don't recognize this government. There's quite a few people that speak like this. That feel this well, way. Well, if, if you that, don't recognize if you don't recognize borders, you don't reg- recognize sovereignty of the United States of America or Mexico well, or any other country. Well, the people that I'm the people that I'm speaking of, they feel that they you know that they have a have God given rights, and I kind of you know it, it it makes some sense. And uh, I don't know in the sands of time now. I don't approve of allocating billions of dollars for them. It seems pretty strange. Um, they could be sent back. I wonder what's going on here. But if you look at this in terms of the in the sands of time, and this isn't a popular opinion, but I'm glad you guys will let me state this. In the sands of time, 150, 160 years ago, all of the territories or all of the states, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, California, those were all a part of Spain, Mexico. No, no. You can't say both. They were part of Spain and then Mexico. Well, Spain and then Mexico. That's what I meant. It, it was Spanish, then then Mexico got their independence with Spain. But it was, and through wars of conquest, through wars of aggression and conquest, uh, based on the doctrine and or treaties and or treaties that include purchases. You know, history is written by the victors. And I think that we've been sold uh, stories about the history of our country that make uh, the actions that made this country what it is. I think that we've been sold stories, uh, and stories were promoted to make us, to make the United States and the actions look better than what really happened. I mean, I remember being in... I mean, I you know, I mean, I would, I would, I would uh, and I hear what you're saying. I hear, I hear what you're saying, but I just look at it a little bit different. God bless America, though. I'm not going anywhere. I'm a citizen. Yeah. I have a passport. Well, I think that there's, a, I think that there's a, a, a big plan behind all this because so many of these kids are down there. It came from South American countries and Central America, and I think basically we're just we're bringing them all in and we're going to give them tryouts. And I think you're going to see some of them on our World Cup team in 2020. No, there has to there has to be there has to be a lar- there has to be a larger reason. Uh, that's that's larger as good a reason as I can think and of. And that's it. Yeah. There has to be as good a reason. Now, also, I mean, it's a compelling story, but also we know, you know, those of us that think we know that when they're putting a news story in our face like that, 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 that's probably not the most important thing in the world that's going on. And our, mm-hmm. the, the media, you know, they will pump a story in your face. And, you know, that, 
they don't control how you think, but they control what you think. They seem to be able to have a, a, a gauge on what you think and what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Remember the remember the Syria crisis of about eight months ago. What a huge crisis it was! And it's still a humanitarian a humanitarian crisis that just could not. Yeah. Be, everyone forgot all about that one. Well, yeah. He's still with you. You know, refugees on our border is kind of the big thing now. All right. Yeah, we we don't they, have a long they, attention span. Is it that they're children that makes this more of a story? Because this has been going on for it's been going on for decades. Well, not like this. Not with this. I don't know. I mean, you guys are a little. I'm serious. I'm from I'm from Los Angeles. I'm from Southern California. Uh, The the high school that I went to years ago. Uh, changed from about uh, oh thirty percent black and seventy percent white to seventy percent black to thirty percent white to all black to now it's sixty sixty seventy percent Latino over the course of twenty five years. Yeah, yeah Jay, you know what? You know yeah, what? You're sounding uh, a little like Happy Cannon now. <laughs> well, you know, no, no, no. I, I'm not. I don't, that's the last person that I'm going to sound like. I, my heart bleeds. <laughs> my heart bleeds. But th- that's that's a fact. That's a oh, fact, well. and that's happened far before these 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 children. Now, let me ask you. I know one of you's in Arkansas, and the other one's in Ohio. And I know. Uh, well, I've been in the Midwest, and uh, it's probably about one tenth of one percent Asian. There's, there's a few Asians. There's, uh, but you've probably seen more Latinos come into your area, or mo- more people that would might consider und- undocumented. Yeah, and they no, brought in all. their little Mex. They brought in their Mexican markets too, and I just love those places, man. Carnesias are good. They're good. For the most they're part, good. they're all documented, and they buy a lot of Modelo, and we're happy for it <laughs> at the beer mine. Conveniently located at Elmore and Burnett Road. All right, I'm a big fan. I think pretty much everything that's great in this world, food, women, and beer, comes from Mexico anyway. So, yeah, I have kind thing. of a view on things. Got to love Mexican food. Dos Equis, Dos Equis uh, 2X Special Lager, that's a great beer. Mexicans don't like that. They don't yeah. like the um, Not not after Budweiser bought it. Well, after after Anheuser Busch bought Dos Equis, the Mexicans gave up on it. I think. Yeah, yeah it's but fruit there. They just imported under a different name. Dos Equis is the same. No, Mexicans like Modelo. But, but no, it's it's that whole concept of America taking over. They're just not a fan of it. Oh no, yeah. they still buy Modelo. But, but well, hold on American. a second. Who bought Anheuser Busch? The Belgians. I think, right, right. There you go. Yeah. The people that the people that own Stella Artois, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And Bev. Hey, hey, Brown yeah. Beasley. Yes, sir. Are you a fan of the movie American Graffiti? I've seen it. Uh, oh, 
I remember it. Well, I, I think we're talking about George Lucas. And, um, there you go. Hey, you know what? I'm the only I, one who didn't know George Lucas directed that. Oh, yep. Well, you know, I'm, I'm like I'm like you guys. You know, I just know all. Well, I tell you shit. what, our uh, our Hollywood reporter is doing a movie review for us this week, and since it's summer and everybody's out there having a good time, he reviewed American Graffiti. You guys should check this out. Take it away, years. Joshua. Hey, Josh. Hey, Joshua here for the Hollywood Report for IWS Radio. This week, I'm going to review one of the all-time classic movies, American Graffiti. Huh? No movie exemplifies the true spirit that was America in the summer of 1962 before JFK was murdered and Vietnam ripped its country apart. It was a magical time of muscle cars drive-ins, and rock and roll in the final days of America's innocence. And it was nothing but fun, fun, fun till our daddies took our T-Birds away, even though that song didn't come out tonight to 64 whatever. This Academy Award-nominated coming-of-age movie was written and directed by George Lucas. Hmm. And it had an amazing cast of future Hollywood megastars, including Ron Howard, Harrison Ford, Cindy Williams, Richard Dreyfuss, Suzanne Summers, and Daddy's Little Girl, Mackenzie Phillips, just to name a few. It is also very well known for its soundtrack of 41 of the greatest rock and roll hits of the 50s and 60s. And you know, if you don't own the American Graffiti soundtrack or you never heard it, then you and I just can't be friends. Hmm. It's set, again, 1962, Modesto, California. And the film is a study of the cruising, and by cruising, I mean original cruising, you know, in cars, not the kind of cruising I do. <laughs> and rock and roll cultures that were popular among the post-World War II baby boom generation. The film is told in a series of vignettes telling the story of a group of teenagers and their adventures in one night. There are all the usual things that happened back in those days, you know, drinking, sex, smoking, fighting, and of course, mooning. Mm. The movie primarily follows Steve, Kurt, John, Terry the Toad, and Steve's clingy, insecure, nagging, annoying girlfriend, Lori, on their final night in Modesto. They're all struggling with life's decisions and the reality that growing up means having to make hard decisions and take responsibility for their own lives. Hmm. That's so sad. You know, the people who don't grow up and take responsibility are what we call congressmen today. Heyo! I always wanted to do a heyo on here. Anyway, Steve and Kurt are supposed to fly to the Northeast next day for college, and John and Toad are pretty much partiers who don't really have a plan other than cruising and having fun, and poor Lori is pretty sure Steve will never come home, and she'll grow up to be an old cat lady living alone in the shithole that is Modesto, California. Poor girl. Things kind of go off the rails during the night. Kurt chases a hot blonde chick he saw in a white Thunderbird. Steve and Lori fight nonstop. Toad meets a really cool chick and does some fun stuff, but gets his car stolen, which is actually Steve's car, but that's a long story. And John drag races Harrison Ford. Of course, wouldn't we all? In the end, they all realize that their best days are behind them and they accept the reality of it that is their lives. 
Steve, being the pussy-whip simp that he is, decides to stay home, and he's going to put up with Lori's nagging for the rest of his miserable, pathetic life. He deserves it. And then we're told what happens to everyone in the rest of the cast. Some of it happy, some of it sad, just like life itself. American Graffiti is synonymous with nostalgia, as it is not only a movie about nostalgia, but there's a lot of nostalgia about the movie itself. It is a must-see for every generation of Americans. For the Hollywood Report on IWS Radio, this has been Joshua. Stay fabulous. Hi there, Jamie Maple Leaf here, and when I'm not out and about in the hammer, I'm at home, in bed, listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. All right. Great American classic right there. Confirmed by Daddy's Canadian. Little, Daddy's Little yeah. Girl, that was classic. I caught that one. Yeah. Not bad. And I tell you what, we're only about uh, 15 minutes away from uh, kickoff, World Cup final. Okay. Can't decide okay. who I'm going to root for. Well, I root for America, buddy. So, you know, it doesn't really matter who's winning today. But uh, to be honest with you, there's a few too many uh, people of Italian descent on that Argentinian team for my liking. Argentinians do have a lot of Italians in their country. They are swarthy. <laughs> they are a bit swarthy. <laughs> I'm going to use that on. Going to use that on Twitter. Argentina, the swarthiest of the South American countries. Exactly. <laughs> Come to Argentina. A little too hairy for me. A little too unverklempt. Yeah. Come to Argentina. Un- We're swarthier. <laughs> there you go. Ugh. But J-Man, There's you know. There's some eaters. <laughs> we do like Argentina because of Gabriella Sabatini. She's my favorite Argentinian by far. Oh. You tennis fans of the 90s. You grew up, you know, at that time. Late 90s, early 2000s. You know what we're talking Win about. Win or lose. Here. So there's that. Right. Hey, did you see what happened to Dwight Howard yesterday? What? Oh, you're going to love this, Matt. No, you boy. You probably will, too. This is good. Somebody on Twitter starts tweeting him about the uh, current conflict, Israel and uh, the Palestinians, and starts telling him about how awful it is and how horrible it is the Palestine's getting bombed indiscriminately and and tweeting videos and pictures to him, asking for support. So he, he, he finally breaks down because, you know, he can't find Palestine on a map. And he tweets, <laughs> hashtag free Palestine. <laughs> and it didn't take long when he took that tweet down and then he started yeah. apologizing. <laughs> Well, J-Man, I'll tell you what. I had another incident this morning. It was like at 0630. I was going through my news feed, 
when, you know, I had the um, serious breakup with Dr. Gina. Uh-huh. She had a picture. She had a picture of herself with uh, Michael Steele, whom I like, mm-hmm. and oh, some yeah. other guy. And she was in Vegas with him. And someone commented, "I wish Michael Steele was still the Senate Majority Leader." <laughs> oh, me too. Even though he never was. No, nah, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Quite all right. But uh, after the little the uh, Dwight Howard incident, they started the Hitler was right hashtag on Twitter. Oh God, of course. Uh huh. And then all came to a uh, it peaked this morning when some chick named. Hadil Alfar tweeted, and I am not making this up, to make it clear, I don't agree with Hitler killing Jewish, but I wish he did what he did with Israelis. Hashtag Hitler was right. That's always nice. Oh, boy. And there we go. That's where things stand currently (laughs) this morning. (laughs) In the Middle East. Well, it's good to know that people are getting along. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and a shout-out to our friend and colleague, Tony Kornheiser, who turned 66 today. Really? Very good. Yeah, there you go. Fellow uh, radio host. Who, uh, iconically enough, hosts the Tony Tony Kornheiser show? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And co-host of PTI, of course, along with Michael Wilbon. And uh, I like I like Michael Wilbon. Speaking of. Uh, American Graffiti, shout out to Cindy Williams in the chat room. <laughs> we have a Cindy Williams in And the Mackenzie chat room. Phillips, J-Man. Mackenzie oh, is there a Mackenzie? And a Daddy Ron Blue Howard and a Richard Dreyfuss. And Paul Holy Mal. Yeah, little Ronnie Howard. awesome. <laughs> little Ronnie Howard in the chat room with us. Fantastic. And Wolfman, Wolfman Jack. This is a oh. freaking... American Graffiti Reunion. I, I, uh-huh. I met Wolfman Jack before. Did you? At a, at a gas station on Los Angeles on La Brea and Venice. And I had to go to the bathroom. And, you know, it was only one person <laughs> in the bathroom. So I'm banging on the bathroom door because I have to take a leak. I'm banging on it. Like, come on. You've been in there forever. And the guy said, wait a minute. I'll be right out. And he opened the door and it was Wolfman Jack. Well, I'll be good to hell. True. How about that? And you were like, oh, take your time, Mr. Jack. No, I was like, what? Thanks. I said, Wolfman Jack. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm reading about Dwight Howard. That's funny. That's that's really funny. It took him a whole 15 minutes to, 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 to take down the tweet, the Free Palestine. He wanted to help. 
You know, I just wanted to help. Yeah. And, of course, that's what I love is the fact that, you know, you see you see video and pictures of what's happening over there, and you see the people being killed in, in, in Gaza and whatever, and your your first reaction is to be horrified. And then, unfortunately, you have to apologize for being horrified. I wonder how, yeah, who gives you the call. Like, what are you doing? This will ruin the brand. <laughs> yeah. The hell are you doing? Look at your endorsements. We don't need this kind of problem right now. Take yeah. that shit down now. I, I didn't know. Oh, shit, they're going to be protesting outside of uh, the arena down there in Houston. Tea parties will be after him like crazy now. Adam Silver can always oh, find him. Oh, he could. Oh, holy cow, J-Man. Bo Hopkins has chimed in, too. He's logged in. Bo Hopkins. Welcome. Welcome, Bo. I know. Candy Clark, Cindy Williams, all the guys. Oh, my God. This is huge. Is, is Slider Balls cock still around? Mm-hmm. And what about Reverend Moneymaker? Man, I missed, I missed, I missed his show. Well, yeah, oh, they're yeah, still around. Oh, my God, Slider Ballscock interviewed Babe Ruth on this show. You missed it. Son of a bitch, and I missed it. Back in the first hour, hey. hell yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Big time. Maybe maybe you can get that old humanitarian Ty Cobb next time around. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, a real, a real treat. Yeah, he he was a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the kind of guy you'd bring home to to mom. Right. So. Yeah. All right. He's well, the guy, Jay, man, that um, guy on your dick would interview. <laughs> yeah, he is. That would go really well. <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Beasley, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to let you go so we can wrap things up here. We're running out of we time. We gotta wrap things up. It's, well, it's, we're it's, glad it's, you found us again. We didn't know we were that hard to find, really, to be honest not, with you. You were. Yeah, I, I wrote the number <laughs> down. Good good talking to you guys. Catch, catch you around next time around. All right. All right. You have yourself right. a good day. You too. Enjoy that World Cup. I bet you will. <laughs> All right. So i got to tell you, Matt, real quick, the, the other big highlight uh, of my uh, vacation was I went yeah. to Walmart on the 4th of yeah. July, That's get out of the fun. car, yeah, get out of the car, and sitting across uh, from my car was uh, one of these vehicles full of uh, locals. Let's call them locals. I don't want to say white trash rednecks. We'll just call them locals. Okay. And uh, the little kid in the back seat jumps out of the car, stands behind the uh, the door, the open door of the car, and peas, right there. What? Where you had to go? And he's, standing, he's standing there barefoot, peeing, and it <laughs> splattered all over his feet and his legs, which I guess probably just uh-huh. improved the smell, probably. <laughs> uh-huh. No reason to go inside and use the bathroom. Put on some shoes, go inside, like, uh-huh. you know, normal That's people That's a lot would. of trouble. <laughs> yes, it is. That's, yeah, yeah. All the effort. So, anyway, that was it. That was the big highlight for me right there. That was it? Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, J-Man, let's wrap things up with one of our favorite bands. 
on the In Now song. Gotta love the Go-Go's, man. Oh, yeah. We go goo-goo for the Go-Go's. Yeah, I don't know. don't know anybody who doesn't love them. So, hey, great show, Matt. Yep. Got ourselves well, back into I, it, back in the flow, in the rhythm. Yeah, trying to get back in the flow of things. I want I want to thank Jamie for the intro and... Oh, man. I just want to thank Jamie. For, oh, go ahead. No, I just want to thank just Jamie for being, for being Jamie. Jamie. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Jesse Ferg. From yeah, Timmy he's the man. Tibble. He is the man. <laughs> he is the man. And <laughs> thanks to uh, Brown Beasley for hunting us down, finding us again. Uh-huh. 
And thanks to our, our friend COG. Had a good time in the chat room there. Yeah. And uh, uh, there you go. And thank you to everyone out there listening. And I mean it. Sincere. And we'll see you thank back you. here next week with probably the quiz show, J Man. Probably so. Yeah, baby. Bye. Bye.